live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. Lobs in zone for Stoops. He caught it. He caught it. Drake Stoops touchdown with Bob Stoops on the sideline. You gotta be kidding me! What a moment! It's the T Row in the morning show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Ball stolen, layup blocked by Shagwan. Get that out of here. Rock the Shagwan. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Law Offices of Rod Polston Tax Resolution line at 405-329-9000. Casey Thompson back to pass under pressure. They got him! Danny Stutzman! It's a sack! Crossover, Cortez pivots in the paint. He'll shoot from there and he got it! He got it! It's the Bichon Show in Norman! Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Inside the arc, he's backing, kick out. Groves, he'll shoot another three. Got that one, Tanner Groves. He keeps coming at you, beard and all. KU by two, Goldwire drives, shoots. He missed it. Rebound tipped about, and KU's going to win it. You can rock. Chuck it up. The Jayhawks win 71 to 69. The Bengals toss it to the right. Nixon throws it to the back of the end zone. It is caught by T. Higgins. Touchdown, Bengals. Stafford from under center. Steps back. Throws the fade. Back shoulder. Cooper Cup's got it. Cooper Cup brings it in. Touchdown. Touchdown. Touchdown, L.A. Snap. Here's the name. The Bengals will not call a timeout. The sidelines empty. Rings for the Rams. A Lombardi trophy for Los Angeles. 23-20. The Los Angeles Rams are world champions. That's our buddy J.B. Long, voice of the L.A. Rams, who got him a Super Bowl last night. And a little bit of a voice squeak on the game-winning touchdown, Teach. Uh, yeah, that's disappointing. He went very I, manly after that to try to make ooh. up for it, but the squeak's going to always be there. It's going to haunt him. It happens. There's nothing you can do about it. It happens sometimes. It's happened to me famously on a Rene Martinez walk-off home run one time. I went Peter Brady mid-call. But for it to be the game-winning touchdown of the Super Bowl, we'll, uh, uh, I bet he wishes he could have that one back. Uh, I was. It's amazing everything that goes through your head in a short amount of time, TJ. When, when uh, OU grabbed the ball down two with, you know, 15, 18 seconds left, whatever it was, I'm thinking, God, what am I going to say if they hit a three? Uh, you know, it's been since 1993, TJ. Uh, you've got wagons to one hitch. You've got you got oh mamas. I'm trying to think of some variation of rock chalk it up that I can inverse and throw back in their face. You know, I'm thinking all these different things. I'm also thinking about you in my head. God, TJ's gonna nail this thing right here. TJ could be all of that stuff going through your head in like 15 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Unfortunately, I didn't have to come up with any of it. So. Sooners fall by two. Brand new net rankings out. OU goes up 
after the loss, three spots. They are 36 this morning in the net, which means cumulatively last week they go up 12 spots with their win over Tech and their loss to Kansas from 48 to 36. So uh, we'll see when the new bracketology is released. I think it will come out during the show this morning. Uh, I think they'll still be in the field. I'm sure they'll still be in the last four in or last four buys somewhere like very still on the bubble. I maintain four out of they need four more wins. You comfortable with that, Teach? Four more wins and they're in the field. You like that or no? I would really, really like five more, but four oh, should. So four here's what worries me about four. Unexpected conference champions. Automatic bids that may bump them. Well, out. that's true. Yeah, yeah, but let's think about this for a second. If it's in the regular season, if they win four of their final six, that means they go eight and ten in this league, and would be in what place? Do you think? Um, maybe, maybe right. the six, six seed, six spot. I would think, yeah, five or six probably. Uh, which you're not keeping out. Yeah, you're probably right. Sixth you're probably place right. finishing team of the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. It also would have meant they would have finished strong. You know, winning five of their final, what would that be? Eight games, and to get to four more wins, they're gonna have to get a couple of more quad one wins in there because there's there's two quad two games remaining. The home games against OSU and West Virginia. Every other game they play is a quad one game. So not only are they going to pick up wins, but they're going to they're going to pick up quality wins uh, along the way. Now, if they only get three in the regular season, and that fourth win comes in the Big Twelve tournament, well, that win is going to be over because they're going to end up. They only get three more wins and go seven and eleven. Then they're going to be the seven seed, maybe six seven. I don't think they'd be the eight. I think, but their first win is going to be against, as a seven, they would play the two. Or if they were the six, they'd play the three. Either way, they're going to have to play Baylor or Texas Tech or Kansas right away. So that one win in the Big 12 tournament would be against, a, obviously, a very high-caliber opponent. Uh, so I think the number's four. I'm going to stand strong with four. Five, no doubt they're in. Four, still I don't think any doubt they're in with four more wins. Three, doubt. Two, they're not in. Three, you got to worry about bubble stealers. you got to hope the committee likes you, all that kind of stuff. Four more wins, I think they're in without question, without drama. Now the question is, do they get those four wins, Toby Rowland? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Texas tomorrow night, how you feeling right now? Obviously the last I'll week say they played this to much set better. It up. Yes? Texas uh, lost Saturday at Baylor, 80-63. Uh, to 63. They are 7-5 and five now in the league. That's a game you can and should win at home. So I'm going to say they win that game against Texas. At Iowa State, Saturday, 
difficult road test, but a winnable game. But I would probably lean Iowa State at home. But I think it's a it's a game you can take on the road. I would just lean Iowa State. The toughest remaining game is at Texas Tech next Tuesday. Yeah, I would pick Tech. In They're going to be angry. Yes. Oh, you spanked them good. Mm-hmm. Now, it could be that that's a good matchup for OU. And I think it is, honestly. Uh, but in their place, they're going to be angry. I think you got to pick Tech there. OSU at home. Very winnable game. Should win that game. You need to bounce back after losing to them in Stillwater. Oklahoma should Boy, win that game. Boy, they clobbered West Virginia Saturday, by the way. 81-58 to in Stillwater. West Virginia at home. Same as OSU. You take care of home court. You should win that game. You're better than West Virginia. West Virginia's, I mean, maybe maybe Bob Huggins is a Hall of Fame caliber coach. Maybe he'll pull them together. They're kind of coming apart at the seams mm-hmm. right now. Uh, <laughs> I think it's all going to come down to, by hook or by crook, the game in Manhattan to close the season. I think they're going to be sitting on three wins, needing to get that fourth win in Manhattan against a K-State team that's playing really good ball right now. They just went to Iowa State and won Saturday in overtime. Never easy to play in the octagon of doom, and it has been the worst venue as far as how well Oklahoma's played in the last decade. They've played of everywhere they've gone. They've played their worst basketball in Manhattan, Kansas, for some reason. I think it's going to come down to that game. Yeah, you've either got to get and OU is better than Manhattan. I mean, OU is better than them. It's just can you win at one of those two places and. I would lean Kansas State as being the easier of those two games. Um, but, boy, wouldn't it be nice to grab that one in Lubbock or that one in Ames and take that pressure off you if you can hold, you know, if you can win your home court games? Yeah. Man, you don't want that pressure. Yeah, I think tomorrow Manhattan. night, tomorrow night's close to a must win. Uh, yeah, you you gotta you got to win the three home games. That that leaves you with only needing to pick off one on the road, and that's doable. They they play like they did last week, which is a big if. This is college basketball. I saw some people after the game tweeting out, man, why can't this team play like that all the time? They wouldn't have lost. That would be fantastic. Do you wake up feeling the same every day? I mean, it's just it's impossible. You play 31 games. You go through ebbs and flows. Everybody does. You make shots. You miss shots. You have different degrees of energy, all that kind of stuff. So it's a big if if they keep playing this well. But if they do, they got a great shot at winning four, and they're going to be in every game. You know, they they could go to Lubbock and win if they play like they did last week. Um, but I think, you know, the Texas game tomorrow night's close to a must win because you just got to win the home games. You just have to. It's too big of an ask if you lose one at home, to then have to go win two of the three on the road. Um, so, you're right. In the end, if you add it all up, I think it comes down to having to win either at Iowa State or at Kansas State. And if they do, I think, defend the home floor, then they got a really good shot of being in the tournament. So By the way. And there's a chance. Yep. Yeah, I mean, more than anything, they're playing better ball. 
you know, it was really discouraging the week when they lost to TCU and OSU. Not only were those two winnable games that they lost, but they didn't look very good. Uh, Last week was the opposite. Last week they looked good. They looked really good. Uh, Bo hit a bunch of shots against Texas Tech, but beyond that, Goldwire just keeps getting better and better. Harkless is back to, you know, kind, kind of what we hoped and expected out of him when the year started. He's had double-digit games in four straight. He's playing very good on the defensive end. Tanner Groves and Ethan Shagwa have developed into a really nice one-two punch at the five. Uh, Groves is hitting shots. Shagwa, who missed a bunch of time in there, and that that hurt this team when he was out of the lineup. He's such a good passer and energy guy off the bench for them. Jalen Hill's making some plays. The guys off the bench are helping out. I mean, they just they seems like they found a really good groove. Now, whether they can keep it up or not, I don't know. But I'm positive to see how they play. By the way, uh, Bill Raftery and Ian Eagle called that game on, on Saturday. It was a CBS crew. Bill Raftery is an absolute national treasure and a legend in broadcasting. Uh, We have been fortunate enough to have him several times through the years, but it's been a while. You know, not on CBS very often, other than the NCAA tournament. And we have been fortunate enough, uh, either at a regional side or a Final Four or a Sweet 16, to have the Jim Nance, Grant Hill, Bill Raftery trio a few times. And we have had him uh, a few times in the regular season through the year. So I say all that to say we, we have gotten to know Bill, and he's gotten to know us a little bit. And just, an, uh, you know, I don't know how much longer he's going to go. He's getting up there in years. But. Golly, it's so much. I went back and listened to the game or watched the game yesterday, the TV broadcast, and uh, he's just awesome, man. I li- he came over at halftime. We sit right by the TV guys at uh, Fog Allen, and he came by at halftime and said, uh, kind of leaned down and said it into my ear, uh, by the way, because OU's ahead by three at half, he goes, uh, tell Joe Castiglione he hired a blank of a coach that's <laughs> like all right i'll let him know <laughs> good it was a good blank the bleep there was a good it was insinuation was great job uh i and eagle made uh i went to watch the broadcast back i was uh, disappointed how many mistakes he made i don't think he's ever called one of our games before he was saying wrong names and uh i think he's a really good broadcaster but uh he had a wrong um okay break time when we come back let's talk some we'll take some of your text messages and let's talk about uh you going for a national championship today we'll be back t-row and tj they cold this is the t-row in the morning show don't forget your sweet thing it is valentine's day guys better remember that you've been reminded Sarah brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. They've got a sweet deal for you, you too. The eight ninety nine listing fee. Uh, yeah, I'm not getting my wife anything. Uh, eight ninety nine listing fee. Terry and Jackie Saxon will save you thousands. 
thousands. 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. I've already got her flowers. And we'll hmm. see what else comes with the flowers later today. But flowers have already been taken care of. So Yes. Hmm. You? You ready? Ready. Did you go and get those diamonds from uh, Newt and Kim Petit that uh, they told you to come by and get? That's right. All right. That's exactly exactly right. I'm not believing that at all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hair Comfort Solutions text line. Uh, I told you guys about Jordy. She's special. UCLA was so frustrated they had to try and come up with something to uh, to get illegal pitches. This person told us. This person told us. How about that? The one person out there that thought Jordy Bowl <laughs> was going to be a really good college pitcher. Congratulations to that <laughs> texter. Nobody else believed in her. Uh, forty-one to one was that the cumulative scores of the? Well, first I know five they gave games, up the I one. I didn't add up their total on the other games, but yeah, what three? It's disappointing. Three run rule games, That's, so yeah, mm-hmm. a little embarrassing to give up a run, but they did win all the games. So, do they fall in the rankings, TJ? It was an unearned run, so I think the, oh, okay. I think they're safe. I think they're all right. Yeah. You think they stay number I one? I think they stay number one. Yeah. Well, a little bit of a controversial take there. <laughs> hey, by, by the way, our man Chris Plank called all five games, including uh, yesterday, a one o'clock Central Time start. Okay, so I'm running to the store for an ingredient yesterday, and I'm listening to Plank. I get back. A couple hours later, I get in the car to go to the Super Bowl party with the family, and it is on our station. The radio's on our station. Chris Plank is on there doing the Super Bowl pregame show for Fox with Arnie and I don't know who else. I'm like, wait, what? So I texted Plank. I was like, how, what, how, what? He said, I've done this pregame show now for seven years, so I just... Changed my. I didn't fly back with the team. I got a flight tomorrow, so he's coming home today from Los Angeles. He stayed and did the Super Bowl pregame show yesterday. He's a machine, TJ. He is. He has not discussed this with me. I hope his flight isn't during his showtime. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be during one of his showtimes, whether it's this one or one of the other three that he does. I know I'm not worried about the other three. So <laughs> this is this is news to me. You don't seem as excited about it as I am. I'm not. (laughs) Go ahead. What else you got for me? Uh, Let's see here. Air Comfort Solutions text line. And thank you for that person for letting us know that uh, Jordy Ball was going to be good. Yeah. Good discovery Uh, by you. Good morning. Have a great day, Boomer. That's from Clearwater Sooner. Thank you, Clearwater. Uh, Let's see this. Uh, can we get a hologram of Tupac? And then they've got the guys from Pawn Stars. Best I can do is an upside down 50 cent. <laughs> what that was, was that? all the talk. Oh, we got we to gotta talk halftime. We got to talk halftime. Yeah. Okay. We, we, next segment, we're talking okay. halftime. All right. Uh, good morning, y'all. Have an outstanding day. Boomer, Jeremy from Harlingen, Texas. Hi, Jeremy. 
Uh, the best sports show on radio. You make my daily drive to Tulsa enjoyable. Uh, Keep up the good work. Wow. Wow. Thank you. Thanks, Mom. Man. Uh, if nice. OU is a seven, would they play their first round game against the 10? There is no 10 this year. Uh, OSU is ineligible. Normally, yes. But OSU is ineligible for the postseason. So this year, that opening night will just be the 8-9 game. But normally, yes. Normally, it's 7 versus 10, 8 versus 9. This year, it's only nine teams going to the Big 12 tournament. So 8-9 will play on Wednesday. The winner gets the one seed. Everybody else is slotted out normally. 2 versus 7, 3 versus 6, 4 versus 5. Please uh, calm down with the Valentine's talk. Not everyone has one. Sad face emoji. Aww. Well, you're all. If you don't have one, you're all our Valentine. That's exactly. You're right. Valentine of the T Row in the morning show. We love you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Teach? We're caught up. Okay. Um, hey, the Sooners go for a national championship today in women's tennis. TJ. Indoor National Championship. What a run they are on. They are in Wisconsin. They were invited for the first time. They qualified. They weren't invited. They qualified for the first time this year. And uh, six, I think 16 teams went up. They beat, they beat the home team, Wisconsin, to start it off. In the quarterfinals, they had number one Texas and beat them. Yesterday in the semifinals, they beat Fourth-ranked Pepperdine. OU, by the way, ranked number eight. They beat fourth-ranked Pepperdine 4-2 to two yesterday in the semis, which means today, noon today, TJ, it will be OU and North Carolina for the Indoor National Championship. North Carolina ranked number two. Quite a quandary for you because you are a well-documented North Carolina fan. Yeah, just but good luck. Um to the OU Women's Tennis Program as they go for the Natty, the indoor Natty today up in Wisconsin. That'll be at noon. And congratulations to men's golfer Patrick Welch, who broke the OU record yesterday by firing a 62 in Puerto Rico. A 62. Sooners... Despite that, are only in second place as a team behind Georgia. They play their second of three rounds today. Good to see. Welch has been playing great, which is good to see because a couple of years ago he was on the team. He fell out of their top five last year and early this year even when they went over to uh, Atlanta and won that prestigious event. But, boy, he's back to playing really good golf and, and obviously back among their best five now. So, <clears throat> 62. Holy cow. That's impressive. Um, And baseball starts Friday. We are four days away from opening day. 11 a.m. Friday morning, OU and Auburn. And, as always, you can hear Sooner Baseball all season long right here on the flagship station. For Sooner Baseball, Sports Talk 1400. <clears throat> Excuse me. If you are not local, uh, don't forget the app, folks. Uh, 
the uh, TJ, correct me if I say something wrong here. Our affiliates around the state will continue to get their talk show programming. Correct. That they normally get. But 1400, if the game is during the day like it is Friday, will switch to the baseball game. Yes. So if you are listening to us on one of our affiliates around the state, make sure you have the app if you want to hear the game. Or if you're listening to us around the world, make sure you got the Sports Talk. Well, you, you got to have it to be listening right now, I guess. Make sure you have the Sports Talk 1400 app all season long. Taylor Maples will be on the call for us Friday and Saturday down there. Friday, Auburn. Saturday night, Arizona. And then I'm going to run down there Sunday to call the Michigan game. Sunday night will be their final game. They're in Arlington, by the way. Uh, Texas Rangers Stadium down there for the State Farm Classic. It's to start the season. Uh, I visited with not just me, the broadcasters visited with Skip on Friday, Teach. So I got a bunch of notes. I'm so excited. I can't wait. I, I think it's going to be Jake Bennett on opening day. I mean, they have uh, they've raved about him. Uh, he had a great summer uh, up in the Cape. Uh, I think it was up in the Cape. He had a great summer. Uh, he has... Really gotten his body where you want it. He's in great shape. He's added a few miles per hour. Big lefty, the senator. And I think he's going to get the opening day call. I think so. And the highlights I've seen from him, from uh, stuff that they've posted, he's well, he's looking good. So, Topi, uh, he has a big time year, I hope. That would be great. My anticipation is you will see, uh, unless something changes this week, I think you will see um, Jake Bennett on Friday, uh, David Sandlin, who is a right-handed JUCO transfer on Saturday, kind of has a three-quarter delivery a little bit, and Chaz Martinez, Renee's brother, on Sunday. I think that will be your starters. Braden Carmichael, I think, will be their Tuesday guy, at least to start the season. And that's for uh, kind of a good reason, because they also want to be able to use him out of the bullpen on the weekends. Uh, as and He's a little more capable of, of doing that than some of their starters, I think. So Anyway, we'll talk more baseball as the week goes along. All right, halftime show chat next. Also, top five coming up for today. Top five best Super Bowl commercials from last night. We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Love songs today on the T-Row in the Morning Show. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Party Marty and Firecracker Eating Frank back with you. <laughs> All right, Teach. Uh, did you, uh, what did you, tell me what I'm supposed to think, because you consider yourself much more musically hip than me. Uh, you're pretty adamant about this fact. So tell me, what am I supposed to think about, before I give you my opinion, what am I supposed to think about last night's halftime show? Um, I thought it was tremendous. thought it was very well done. I'm a huge Dre, Snoop, and Eminem guy, so I was loving every minute of it. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I'm more old, know. you know, I'm more original Dre, NWA, but, you know. Sure you are, yeah. Uh, the streets of Enid. 
Uh, I was telling Bronx, I was like, boy, I used to roll to NWA back in the day. I had my, uh, you know, the pile drivers in the back, just bumping, <laughs> going down. <laughs> Owen K. Gary. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not joking with that. So I thought it was a uh, tremendous. <laughs> I could have done Whole, without. Wholeheartedly believe you. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, no, I, I could have done without. Kendrick Lamar, who I don't really know. I know the name, but even when he came out, I'm like, is that Kendrick Lamar? And Katie was like, I don't know. I think it is. I go, I don't know who that is. Uh, And Mary J. Blige, tremendous voice, did a great job. But uh, if they could have just stuck with the three, I would have been happy. But I thought it was a – I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good halftime show. Top ten all time, I thought. I'm not ready to go top five, but I think they would be bordering on it for me. Hmm. 50 cent dropping upside down out of the uh, ceiling, you know? Mm-hmm. Boy, that brought back some memories of some wild spring break Cancun trips. Oh, boy. Uh, big check mark against last night's halftime show. Kevin Henry has endorsed it as one of the best that <laughs> has been in a It's time. one of the best. It's one of the best. I'm with him. Okay. Um, I enjoyed it. The room I was in enjoyed it. There was a lot of 30- and 40-year-olds in the room. <laughs> yes, hitting their wheelhouse. Plus, my uh, here's the room I was in. A lot of 30- and 40-year-olds, and then there was the kids. So both of my boys were there, and my daughter, and then a bunch of other younger kids don't know everybody, anybody. So we're all watching this, okay? So Dre comes out. He starts singing whatever, where you know, where everybody's kind of, you know. You're, it's a trip down memory lane to our Youth, yeah. High school, younger days. college, yeah, younger days. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snoop Dogg, you know, obviously Snoop is Snoop. It's great, just singing songs we know. California knows how to party. Uh, part of it is there's two USC guys on the stage as soon as they come out, which rubbed me the wrong way a little bit because they're both in uh, Lincoln Riley's pocket now. <laughs> Which I'm a little surprised you're so endorsing them on this show this morning. So but. sorry. So sorry. By the way, he was in, uh, wasn't he in the Rams owner's box last night, I believe? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Stan Kroenke. Yeah. Uh, so it was good. It was good. I, I liked it. Uh, I, of all of the performers I have listened to and have the most Eminem in my iPod or my phone. Especially that song I've listened to, um, You Only Get One Shot, Do Not Miss Your Chance, uh, a million times in my life. So I was breaking it down when that hit. I'm with you, Mary J., whatever. 50 Cent hanging from the rafters was a little weird. Especially after he's, uh, uh, he has not missed a meal, I don't think, in quite some time. (laughs) It's really not funny to make fun of somebody's weight. The funny part was when Kendrick Lamar started performing, because everybody in the room did exactly what you said, like, who's that? Is that Kendrick? And my boys, especially Peyton, was like, guys, that's the most famous rapper in the show. That's Kendrick Lamar. He's the most famous rapper in the world. And we're like, no, he's not. And they're they're both just can't believe that we don't know who Kendrick Lamar is. So that was kind of funny because obviously Kendrick Lamar is a younger generation than us. Us old people are like, put Dre and Snoop back on the screen. And they're like, they don't know any of these Dre and Snoop songs, but when Kendrick Lamar comes on, they get excited. So 
I thought it was a little lazy from the whole set and everything. It looked like they rolled some some uh gosh, I loved the set. And they rolled like some trailers party. in there. Yes. They rolled some trailers in there and said we're just going to stand on the trailers and go up and down the stairs. Nobody was flying from the rafters. Nobody was riding giant uh pegasuses through the air. It was just just singing songs. So, hey, it is fine. I I need a little I need a little flying from the rafters, you know, in my Super Bowl halftime. No fire. There was no volcanoes. No, none of that. There's none of that stuff. Uh, it was just guys singing songs, which they're legendary artists and they were legendary songs. So, it's fine. It, I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I it's as far as I can go though. I can't I can't go more than good. But you got to understand when you're driving through Enid thumping tweeters in your trunk or whatever it was, <laughs> and no doubt Kevin Henry had a better car and a better sound system than you had. Oh, you know, there's no way he had a better sound system than I he's had. He's Kevin Henry, no and way. he's always got something better than you had. He's also thumping tweeters and loving this music and everything. I was listening to Carmen and Larnell Harris and Sandy Patty, so this... I had to catch up with all this stuff later when I got to college and everything. So the, it's just not my wheelhouse. I'm not a big rap guy. I'm not a big Snoop Dogg guy. I know you folks are going to find this shocking. I have no idea anything Kendrick Lamar has ever sung. So it's just not. Every once in a while, we'll be sitting courtside for a game, and you know how they're always playing rap music before games. Yeah. Kevin will go, do you know who this is? No, I got no idea who this is. And I'll often see Kevin. He likes to, if we if he hears a song he likes in the pregame, he'll go into his phone. Hey, Siri, what song is this? And then he'll download <laughs> it into his phone. So he's, I know he's a big rap guy too, but I'm just not a big rap guy. So it was fine. It was music that I'm aware of. I sung along. Obviously, all the California people, which... Sounds like you are one as well. Loved it because it's all West Coast type stuff out there. And you're now firmly established as a West Coast guy. So I, I would put it as good. Huh. The one disappointing thing to me was the rumor had started early in the day on the social medias that there may be a presence by a hologram Tupac for California love. And they did not, I don't know if that was just something made up or if that was something they just couldn't figure out how to do it and, you know, bailed on it at some point during the planning of the halftime show. But that's the only way it could have been better for me. But other than that, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. thought it was a good halftime show. Now, a hologram, you, you throw in a hologram and it takes it up a notch. <laughs> well, if they could Regardless figure out all those mirrors with the weekend last year, there was none year, of that. They could there have was, figured out was, a Tupac yeah. hologram. Or there if Tupac's still alive no and he rolled out people, at the halftime there was no show. Unicorns or volcanoes or any of that hologram, that, that would have taken it up another notch. It was basically just a, it was kind of a low-budget concert, it looked like. Like, if, if you went to see those guys in concert, like, if they traveled the nation, it would be a sold-out show, obviously. What a, what a show that would be. But there would be, I mean, the production value of that thing would be through the roof. It's just kind of like, you know what? My, I, I know somebody that's got some trailers we can cut out, roll them onto the, uh, the playing surface and roll them off. And I got some dancers. Somebody knows some dancers. We'll hire some dancers. I don't know. 
It was good. I have not been to a Dre concert, but I have been for Snoop and Eminem. And if there was production value, I could not see it through the cloud of smoke. So I don't, I don't know if any of that's true. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. I'm sure there's some people. Uh, any that was one of those shows, think of I think. Uh, you're probably a, a few that fall in the middle. You either loved or you hated that thing. I think it's the way that that Super Bowl halftime went. I didn't went. hate it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There are going to be very good. few like you with uh, that fall in the middle, you know, that say, ah, no. But, like, this good. song right here, like, I would never play this song anymore. Like, do you? Like, I haven't. I'll stop if it's on. If I'm flipping through uh, the channels and it comes on, I'll stop at it. This song? Yes. Mm, all right. It's amazing coming from you because I haven't heard you stop on anything other than. It's not true. I listen to rock all the time. I listen to the eighties on eight. I listen to the nineties on nine. Playing acoustic guitar <laughs> about beer and trucks. We'll be back. This hour of the T Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Call Terry or Jackie at 405-361-3380. Welcome back. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour. The eight ninety nine listing fee, 405-361-3380 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Jeez. Um, <laughs> easy with the music there. Uh, this song, uh, by the way, my mom, I don't think, has looked through their, uh, you know, the book that you signed, that everybody signed for, uh, wrote uh-huh. them a nice little message and stuff. I don't think my mom's read through it yet because I'm going to get in trouble when she gets to mine. <laughs> Whoa. Do I even want to know? It was something along the lines of that song. There's kids going to school, but I told I thanked them for um, doing certain things so that I could be in attendance Come for the party. Now. <laughs> Come on, now. And I turned the page so that everybody else would keep filling out the rest of the book. So um, I'll probably get yelled at when sees that. TJ, <laughs> what writing things like that in our anniversary book? Uh, Erica for solutions text line. Uh, let's see here. 50 cent was more like a dollar and a quarter. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get the point of him hanging from the rafters. I didn't know what that was for. Um. Just because he could? I don't know. If I remember right, I think that happened in the video for that song. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So, someone else can tell me if I'm wrong on that or if there's some other reason uh have a great day boys got you turned up in broken bow this texture says oh, thank you great start out here in california he's sending me pictures of uh the girls uh soft- oh man he sent like a whole album of pictures of <laughs> being at the games this weekend so <laughs> did you, you listen that. to any of the games specifically sunday's game uh i heard some of sunday but not a whole lot but i did hear a little oh. bit of it Somebody's Uncle Mike, I think it might have been Jocelyn Allo's uncle, was sitting, you know, in the close vicinity of Chris's broadcast position and just was nonstop. I mean, he, from the first pitch, come on, the girls, get one you can drive, get one you can drive. It was just never stopped for the entire entirety of when I was listening. (laughs) 
And Chris kept laughing about Uncle Mike the whole time. So I uh, I did hear some of that. And I can't. He yelled something at one point. And what little bit of I was able to listen yesterday, and uh, I did hear Chris kind of chuckle. He was yelling something about don't let them. Maybe don't let them get in your head, or I don't remember Something what it was like that, that he yeah. did, but he was just yelling all the time. Uh, good morning, Joanne, and I just want to say thanks for having such a great and uplifting morning show. I listen to you every morning on my 30-minute drive wow. from Midwest City uh, wow. to Seminole. This is Jeff from Midwest City, more aggressively. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, Jeff called. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. And uh, what was the what uh, Joanne. name? Uh, yeah, Joanne. Joanne. Thank you, Joanne. Uh, Toby, your buddy Jim in Arlington will be there this weekend for OU baseball. Hashtag Oklahoma, Oklahoma. That's hard to say. Oklahoma. Yeah. Uh, great, uh, Jim. That's your hometown right there. So I'm glad you're going to get to come over. Hopefully we'll have a bunch of DFW Sooner fans that'll roll out to one or more of the games this weekend. That'd be great. Get off to a good start. Take a couple from, uh, see, these high-caliber teams. That'd be a great start to the year. This one says, I got Miss Cement a mop for Valentine's Day. What a romantic. Come on now. Come on now, Bob. You gotta do better. Gotta do better than that. Uh, there are a lot of 50 cents looking like a buck and a quarter, a buck 50. <laughs> mm. uh, please tell Toby too, the difference between sweating. tweeters and woofers. <laughs> I don't know the difference in any of that stuff. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I wasn't a stereo guy. Uh, I had a, I remember when uh, I got a six disc, actually, I never got the six disc CD changer. My wife had it. So what a thrill that was as a part of the marriage to pick up a six disc CD changer. That was very cool. Never had, never had the system in the car though. Interesting. I had no idea. Teach. We'll take a break. My question would be why. We'll take a break. Uh, coming up next hour, the daily top five, count down the top five Super Bowl commercials from last night. Back after this.